Welcome to Ann's Cast. We're so happy that you're listening. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please rate us on the Apple Podcast app. It helps a bunch. You can interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the listen. back to the Ants podcast this is episode 49 and the great professor drew sits across from me he's I back am back you're beautiful how's just tony doing i am just fine that's I, beautiful uh, it's been a um decent week decent start to the weekend it's nice and sunny i do like that it's nice outside we've got actually pretty decent spring i mean it's, we've had a some rain but man it's supposed to be nice and sunny and warm not too warm for like the next week and a half yeah it's been nice i have not had an amazing last couple weeks because i've been sick i got sick uh probably last thursday ish Mm -hmm. and uh i just texted my trainer and said it's not not happening i'm like 70 percent. i was actually on my way in and said 70 percent I'm not feeling too good. And he said, it's not going to do you any good. Mm-hmm. So we canceled. And then just Friday, it got worse. Saturday, I went to that Jeffree Star thing with my wife. Oh, yeah. And uh, that was interesting. I got some comments on that. But And then uh, the, I, I wasn't feeling great, but I was just standing. And then Sunday, it just, because you had said, hey, let's let's do it Sunday. And I woke up Sunday, and I just was trash, man. Mm. And then it just got worse that day and then I took Monday off stayed home just felt like crap and then I woke up about Monday night actually I started to feel a little bit better woke up Tuesday and was ready to rock and roll and but yeah so but speaking of this Jeffree Star so I yeah. don't know if you guys know Jeffree Star but um Jeffree Star is like a huge um uh, like makeup I've talked about him a couple times on here yeah. because he does YouTube and my wife watches all of his stuff. He's a guy that dresses like a girl. So he clearly states he's a guy. He's not a guy wanting to be a girl. He's just a guy, dresses like a girl, but he's gay, um, has a boyfriend. and But he does makeup, and he is huge in the makeup industry right now. Like, his makeup is, like, top-notch, right? And his makeup company, Jeffree Star Cosmetics, makes does about $150 billion dollars a year. No. $150 million a year, which is huge. Yeah, it's It's a huge amount. So he got in with Morphe stores, which is Morphe is another makeup store, right? And so Morphe brings in his products. So when they open a store, he goes for the grand opening. Well, they just opened one in Washington Square. And so they obviously brought in Jeffree Star. Well, you had to fill out he does a meet and greet at every store he goes to open up, but you have to fill out and like win a ticket to get to the meet and greet. Mm-hmm. So without any knowing, I filled her name out. I basically put my email and my phone number in there, but put her name in right. and she got picked as one of the people, which, and so when I showed her, she was like freaking out because this is like the person that she always watches. Right. <laughs> it's like a famous person, her me, 
I could give two shits less. Yep. I'm just standing in line, basically. Right. So she gets to bring somebody. Obviously, I went just to stand in line. I don't. I didn't get to go in and see Jeffrey Star. I just. I had to. So like when you walk into the makeup store, there's a. It's a line that feeds all the way into the makeup store, right? And then they shut down Morphe for the people meeting Jeffrey Star. So when you go in, the person that's with you separates, and they can shop because the store is only for people who are meeting him, mm-hmm. and then. They go back and meet him, right, and take a picture. And there's like hundreds of people outside of Morphe at Washington Square behind the barriers waiting to get into the store. Mm -hmm. And so we go in and Annie goes, all right, go ahead and shop around. And I'm like, shop. This is a makeup store. There's no shopping around for me, right? Like, what am I going to do? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. No, I. it's useless. But waiting in line to get up there. There was some dude. I mean, you got to think the guy, he's a guy that dresses like a girl. So all those people that dress like girls that are guys, right? They're all coming to that, right? Mm -hmm. So there was this one, this guy, there was two guys dressed up together as girls and full done. This guy had almost a full beard. Okay, so he had a beard. <laughs> he had the hairiest legs I've ever seen. <laughs> he was wearing this like mini skirt dress type thing. Mm-hmm. And on the front, it said, um, oh, I can't remember, uh, uh, something like be dirty. And then on the butt, on the back, it said play dirty, right? <laughs> High heels, <laughs> o- fake orange hair. And the orange hair at the very front, it was wrapped up and it had like a unicorn horn in the front, right? That was the, and they, these two guys were taking pictures left and right with people. They were like, picture, 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 picture. And they were, and they were like walking around on their toes. Like Mm. I'm trying to show Tony here what I'm, what they were doing. But I mean, they were like, they were like, Mm -hmm. you know, doing the quick step on their toes. So that was one thing. The other thing I thought was interesting was a girl was standing in front of us wearing earrings that said feminist. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, as, as much as I know, and I don't know everything, <laughs> but as much as I know, feminists is people who, in, in a sense, are, don't like men. I would, I would, I would, I would say that's not the a biggest part. Faction of a faction of it is that they don't like men, yeah, right? Yeah. And here she is waiting in line not to get her all. picture taken with a man as <laughs> of as a woman. I'm like, it's a little confusing. It's a little confusing to me. It was yeah. a little like you're wearing feminist earrings. That's a little. Then right. there was another gal in line. Here you're going to get your sh- picture taken with. Jeffree Star. I mean, this guy's got millions of dollars. He's a famous dude. And she's wearing a white button-up hoodie, right? And it has, like, like food stains, like coffee stains, and, like, ink stains all over. And he's like, like, did you not look in the mirror before you came out like you're right. going you're going to get your picture taken right? right right i mean annie was up for like the night before planning her outfit oh, she sure. was prepping right yeah. for this this gal was just like she just woke up and was like f it put this on what stains nobody cares just taking a picture right and then <clears throat> the number one thing that i saw and i <laughs> it just baffled me was i couldn't read the top half of the gal's tattoo that she had on her arm but the bottom half we could read because it was under the it was under the sleeve, and it is all it said at the bottom half. And I, only God knows what the top half said. <laughs> it said, "And wine, as in drinking wine, because I deserve it." Literally had that tattooed on her. 
baffling to me. I mm-hmm. to me, every tattoo that I've gotten has a meaning to it of sure. what it is for me. Yeah. She literally had a tattooed on her wine and wine because I deserve it. Only God knows what the first half of that said. I have no idea where, (laughs) but it just says and wine because I deserve it. So you can only assume what the second half, but there was some, it was different, man. There was one couple there. She had like uh, just full on Jeffree Star, like makeup was dressed like just dress and everything. And her husband was there with her. And Annie looks up and she goes, Drew, look. And I turn and I just missed it. I was like, what? And she goes, they were just like, she said they were just full on just making out. Just in the line. Like in the line waiting to go take a picture with Jeffree Star. They just start just, just, just tonguing it, man. Just making out. I'm like, who who it takes a special person to do see this is why me and annie don't get out much (laughs) (laughs) because i can't here's the deal i can't handle these people right i'm standing in line what was nice was the gal that was in right in front of us literally right in front of us she was with her daughter's friend because they came to the mall and her daughter's friend won a ticket to go to a picture with jeffree star and her daughter didn't. So her daughter was shopping around with her other friend. And they were mad because they didn't get a ticket. But her mom stayed with the friend. She was like a normal mom. Like I was like. And the da- and the daughter's friend was like a normal, yeah. you know, girl, right? Teenage girl. Right. And so when we got up to where we had to separate in the store, Annie felt really comfortable going by herself because we had been talking with the mom and she was like mm. a, a norm. Just, I don't want to say normal as in like, I'm yeah, like everyone else sure. wasn't normal, but sure, sure. like she reminded yeah. me of my mom. Yeah. You know, just, just, just normal, just yeah, a normal. It wasn't like over the, she didn't, wasn't had, didn't have to be over the top. I mean, yeah, there were yeah, some yeah, girls yeah, there yeah. just talking loud over the but top. D- yeah. So, so there are 250 people there. 250 people. We're that, all in a line, like in. wrapped like a snake, you know? So percentage wise, how, how many do you think, just total guess, how many were there with some energy? Whether it's just looks or making out or being loud. Do you know what I'm saying? I'd say 75, 80%. So just energy. Because I may be wrong. But I've always kind of thought this, but for me, uh, a lot of that is I need attention. Absolutely. That's, yeah. I mean, even down to Jeffree Star. Absolutely. He's dressed like a girl. He's got a wig on, right? In the makeup. I don't care that he's in makeup. There's plenty of dudes that are into makeup. But yeah. the fact that he, you know, there's a, there's an attention element to all of this absolutely two people don't just stand in line and start making out that's not that's That's not what i'm saying that's not quote unquote normal behavior absolutely it's a look at me behavior yes it's look at me yeah the dude the dude with the orange hair the orange hair that's all swirled up that looks like a unicorn yeah with a full beard that's a look at me. Which just had to look like a train wreck. There's no oh, judgment. Oh, a train wreck. There's wreck. no judgment. Well, there might be some judgment, but I don't care that he dresses up like that. No. 
I think you look like an idiot. But past that, if you that's the what you want to do, whatever. More power to you. Yeah. You look stupid, but more power to you. And some people would think not. Annie said she loves it. She she thinks that that's just great. Michaela's would totally be there with her. She knows who Jeffree Star is, but there's another makeup person that she follows. And I can't remember. James Charles? Yes. I, yes. Yeah, he's another The funny guy. thing is, the funny thing is, is that Michaela does not wear any makeup. Really? Ever. She has a... I would say maybe three or four times in her life. So it's more for her. It's more that she just kind enjoys of, that. She just likes, I think, what's his name? James Charles. James Charles. I'm pretty sure that's the guy. James Charles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She loves James Charles. Are you going to join us for the, you can, you make some notes. You haven't been in here making notes. You got a Totino's. Sorry, Michaela just joined us, and she hasn't written down notes for us, so I, I welcome her. It's all good. She walks in with a Totino's pizza and a and a Coke. Now, three That's months ago, lunch, I would have been tearing that up. <laughs> yeah, but I got I got I'm trying to get slim for Mexico. Right, I got one week to go. But she loves James Charles, and I think it's she loves James Charles because he's James Charles. Yeah, yeah. He does. She doesn't it's wear. Not any, about the makeup. She doesn't wear any makeup right, or right. anything like that. Yeah. She might appreciate the art of it. Maybe she just said yes. So, um, I mean, I, it is fascinating when I'm when I watch Annie, Annie watches James Charles too. When I she actually has one of those sister, sister, sister shirts or whatever, right? She I bought her one of those sweatshirts. So, but when I watch them, I think Michaela, if you wanted to grab the mic, I'm kind of quiet. You can if you I'm, want, but. I'm on the same. I, I get that. D- do I think. That's something that I would do. No, ridiculous, right? But I get that. Like when I watch James Charles and Jeffrey Starr do their thing when Annie's watching it, because I'm just laying there and I, you know, I'll watch what you're watching, whatever. It's interesting. It's fascinating stuff. It is yeah. really cool. And what they can do with me, pretty brilliant. I mean, if he's you think really about good. It, I saw the picture really of good. him and Annie. He looks fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's, it's brilliant. I mean, what his they can makeup do. is amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, and when Annie gets it, when I because everything Jeffrey Star releases, I I get her right. She yeah. she I just want her to have that because yeah. she enjoys it. So right, I'm sure I, I want her to have that. And when she gets it, it's like it's nice stuff. You don't just get it and it's like this Garbage chintzy stuff, yeah. shitty thing, right? It's like nice product. Right. So I mean, even the little mirror, the little handheld mirror that he makes. I got yeah, I got one of those at the Morphe store when I was waiting, and because she's like, "Go shop," I'm like, uh, "A beer." That's I got this for you, right? You know, and then she, when she got done, she was like, "Okay, here, I'll get this and this." But I got the mirror. I was like, at first when I picked it up, I was like, "Okay, this seems kind of light," and but when she pulled out, it's a nice mirror. It's like right. nice, so it's right. it's quality stuff. They do great, but I see what you're saying. It's it's just not our thing, right? It's just not us. No, You're not going to see us with orange hair and a unicorn no. spun up. But Annie looked at that and she was like, oh, I love it. Oh, I love that. There's an element. It's like, it's like, it's sort of the same. I love karaoke. I love singing karaoke. I love singing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've yeah, done for it sure. together for years. Um, I love, I can sit and listen to karaoke singers all night karaoke singers for sure for the most part are terrible yeah people get up there because they're passionate about singing and some are just showmen 
they may not sing great, but they put on a show and it makes them better. Mm -hmm. I could do that all night. Bad, the worst, the better. I absolutely (laughs) love it. The worst, the better. I love it. (laughs) Shelly can't stand it. She doesn't mind going, but she cannot sit there for hours and listen to people sing awful. I don't think Annie could either. Annie Annie almost gets embarrassed for them. I love it. It's a spectacle. So do you understand the the comparison? Mm -hmm. Um, I... I get it. I don't, I'm not seeking it, but if I was standing there in line, I can appreciate the, uh, the show of it. Yeah. I think, again, I think it comes down to, you know, they're needing a lot of attention for some reason. And that's kind of where my analytical brain goes. Um, but, um, you know, because those people just don't, and I think do that. It's a very small percentage of the population that do this. Yeah, and it is fascinating. And you know, whatever. Some people enjoy that waiting in line thing, though. Me, I'm I'm not a fan of that. Like, if there's an if there's a quieter setting to where me and Annie could go and meet Jeffrey Star, you know, yeah, you'd be more. Into bam, yeah. I'm there, and I think Annie would probably be there as well, sure. right? Sure. The standing in line and just the whole, and then like every time somebody walks out of the Morphe store, everybody's ah, it's like, it's, uh, it's just too much. I can't <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm literally, I, when I was texting you and saying still standing, yeah. this means absolutely jack to me. That's seriously how I feel. Right. Like it's not, but now you flip it around and you make Dave Matthews in there. I'm, I might be a little bit more jazzed, right? I right. might be willing to wait in that line. Yeah. But I'm literally only there for Annie. I would much rather have a quieter scenario here, right? But like you said, they're, I, I understand they that. Annie's appreciation and fascination with it. Yeah. I get for it. For sure. For sure. I get it. For There's sure. a part of me that I, I just love to people watch. All, you know, I like just going to the mall and just observing how people interact with each other. So I really, I kind of like it. I don't, you know, I don't, it's not like a fetish or I get off on it. It's just, and I don't mean that in the, in a sick way, high, yeah. highly sexual way at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I can appreciate the yeah, spectacle. That was the enjoyment for me of going was yeah. I got to stand and see all the, yeah. I like to call them freaks. Yeah. All the freaks, you know, yeah. it's just, it's, it's, and, and I don't say freaks is like a rude thing. I oh, mean, you no, have to it's understand. not derogatory. It's not a derogatory yeah, phrase. It's, it's, it. I'm, I'm saying freaks is in like, I would think a lot of them would, I would say, yeah, that they, yeah, I mean, for sure. the dude with the beard and the red wig that's all twirled up like a unicorn. Let's not get it wrong. It was what? orange. What did I say? Red. Oh, it was orange. Bright orange too, I like just, neon orange. I say the wrong things all the time. Sometimes I stop myself because I realize <laughs> I just said the wrong thing. No, it's all good. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't remember. What it I was, was that, it, but, but th- I think that is what you're saying is they would agree. Like that, that's oh, they're, they're a little freaky. That's they're freaky, right? Yeah. They're that's their thing, right? You're getting it's, all that energy out, and they yeah. feel safe in that environment to do that, and. I, I'm happy for you that you feel safe enough to like be that. If right. That's what you, I mean, you know, cosplay c- cosplay people are the same, you know, when they go to a comic con or whatever, and they dress up as their favorite 
character. Absolutely. You know, it's an opportunity for them to dress up as their favorite superhero or comic uh, yep. hero or whatever. Um, I mean, we all kind of wear costumes, right? Like I have a Nebraska jacket on. I have red shoes on. I have a red T-shirt on. And I want... Playing the role. I, I want everybody to know that I'm a Nebraska fan. Absolutely. So there's there's a certain bit. I I could not wear this super bright outfit and say I don't want attention. Yes. I would be... I guess maybe a hypocrite. Or may not be a huge amount of attention, but there is a little bit of that. Right. Yes. Me, on the other hand, I'm wearing sporty uh, sports j- jogger is, pants and Birkenstocks, so I'm just a slub. Yeah. Sports are probably more, you know, while are more accepted mainstream. For what, sure. What you it's experienced, same thing, though. What you experienced is a little on the it's fringe, but I'm still dressed up in a costume. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. It's just sports. Yep, I agree. I agree. And I wearing bright red shoes and a red jacket. Like I said, I'd be lying to myself, uh, or yeah, being hypocritical if I said I don't. I don't want to. Isn't it, isn't it interesting that the society can do that? Our society can do that. Like literally, you're doing like you're saying you're doing the exact same thing that these people that go different. to Comic Con do. But we would refer to them as freaks at Comic-Con for dressing up the way they do, right? And you would be considered just normal. Yeah, just a sports fan. Just a sports fan. Yeah. But it's the same exact thing. Right. That's interesting. Some level. It's just weird how our society... So now we're going to jump. Sure. Off of that, we're going to jump to last episode. Mm-hmm. All right. So I mean, it's, I mean, it's be notes. nice. I, no, I'm not... Dude, I'm not rude. <laughs> I'm not rude. All right, I'm an ass. Uh, so I made some notes, and uh, and I told you I said I made some notes, and I made I and I was like, and I made some good notes. Right. So first thing I thought was uh, kind of cool. I think from now on we just need to refer to Stephanie as Cuckoo Banana <laughs> because she re- she, she referred to she herself that, as that. Yeah. She said Devin says you're Cuckoo Banana, so yeah. I just she's now Cuckoo Banana. Okay. Um, so I, the other thing was, is on making plans, I wrote down, Annie and I are the ones not giving dates. We're absolutely horrible at it. Yeah. We're, we're those guys, right? right. Like we're, we will, we'll say, hey, yeah, we should do something. Not give a date. Yeah. We just talked at the uh, men's summit uh, that came up. It was yesterday or today. And I'm like, you know. One friend of mine was like, oh, yeah, we should get together. And I'm like, you really shouldn't say that. I mean, do you, are you really intend on doing <laughs> you're just, that? You're just, you're just talking out of your butt right now. Yeah. Like Annie like, just do you said. Intend to, to, like, to... I don't, I really try not to say that unless I really mean it. Yeah. And it's just, an, it's one of those life observations that I make. It's kind of like a Seinfeld thing or like really any comedian, you know, that most comedians, it's a lot of observation. And so I just, you know, and it's over amount of time. So it's like one of those things that you really don't know what to say. And you really think maybe that you want to get together with those people. And then I've just had the experience where it never happens. So I'm like, you really don't mean that. Don't say it unless you mean it. And then I'm the dick because I point it out. Of yeah. Course. Well, but yeah, I don't mind pointing it out. No. 
It's you don't mind it. But, That's well, fine. This is the thing: is it's true. So it is. You can call me a dick, but am I right? Yeah, you're gonna get in the car later and be like, "Tony's totally right." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I'm the jerk for right. like we just ran into somebody it. last night, and Annie says, "Oh, we should totally hang out." Get in the car. I'm like, "Why would That's you say that?" And happen. she's like, "I don't know." Like yeah. it's just you know right. it, right? So yeah, we walk away thinking, "Man, that Tony, he's a real dick." But then we get in the car later, and we're like, "He's totally yeah. right." Well, that's we're what. Gonna- that's what we do a lot of times on the podcast. We say things, we observe things that other people are thinking but don't say. Right. right. And we're, you know, behind these mics, and it, you know, it seems safer to say. But I'll still. Say, I just told my friend, I was like, "Are you really going to do that?" No, because he's like, "Well, we probably should get our wives to get, you know, together and make some plans." I'm like. Well, I almost said his name. I said, that's never going to happen, right? I mean, really, are you going to do that? Just pipe down there, sir. Pipe down. Just stop. Just stop. So the the other thing I liked was I did like how Stephanie um, talked about uh, being an introvert. I think that um, is what she said was she said that um, introvert, I think she had labeled herself as an introvert. Mm -hmm. And she said, I'm not one to really want to get out and do those things because I'm an introvert. Or maybe she was saying introverts sometimes don't want to get out and do things because they're an introvert. But once they actually get out and do it, they do have fun. I thought that was a great point because I would think that um, my wife, Annie, I actually told her this, that she is that type of person, right? Mm -hmm. She is an introvert. She doesn't want to get out because of that. But once she does get out, she's like, that was really fun. I had a lot of fun doing that, right? But then goes right back into her introvert ways. Because she and probably does it. Right, right. So I thought that was really good how that was said. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down, not much to say about the best friend thing for me. I, I, don't, I don't really put any sort of clout around best friend, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do call Annie my best friend, but I absolutely love what you said about it. That it's not... It's a it's a step up from it's an it's a whole nother level, right? Mm-hmm. Your your spouse is a whole nother level. It's not a best friend. It's mm-hmm. a whole nother level. It's like everything mixed in to one. That's mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. like your I mean, yeah, they're, they're your lover. Yeah, they're your, your ride friend. or die. Your everything, right. Right? right? So it's a whole nother level. I totally agree with that. But the best friend thing, I I don't really, I don't, I rarely say best right. friend. Right. I just. You know, you're you're like you're either an idiot or a dick in my book. That's the way it comes out. So um, and then um, uh, I like what Shelly said about the the longevity of friendship, of course, um, and how, you know, friendships that are have a long history usually tend to make up for the best friend comment. But I have people that I've known for years and longer than you even. Uh And. I'm closer to you than I am to any of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, I, I, I see what she's saying there, but at the same time, I'm like, eh. so that was one note I took. Yeah. Um, Facebook and social media. Mm-hmm. Stephanie touched on this a little bit. It kind of got swept under the rug, but mm. um, I'm glad you caught it then. This Facebook and social media have created the opportunity for people to not have to physically connect. Mm-hmm. Which has made it. I would. Wouldn't it be interesting if Facebook changed it to friend request from friend request to you could have a friend request and a um 
acquaintance. Mm-hmm. How many people would actually be on your friends list <laughs> mm-hmm. and how many would be on the acquaintance list? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that would be a shocker for a lot of people mm-hmm. because right now, and I think this is the, the, the way for people is I think a lot of people that have, you know, 500, a thousand or more friends right on Facebook, they think that they're friends with those people because they're friends on Facebook, which is causing a lot of false, uh, feelings because i think that a lot of people just go oh yeah i know who you are click Mm -hmm. and they're like oh we're friends dude i just got one today uh um from a dude that came to the men's summit i've never seen before in my life right he came in last night he didn't stick around for the uh discussion part he came in today. We talked a little bit, you know, small talk. He stayed for a bit, didn't stay for the connection part. And I got a friend request for him on Facebook. I'm and like, is what I'm saying with this is, right. I don't this, know. This causes the uh, the um, cable guy. Remember the movie Cable Guy yeah. with Jim Carrey? This causes the cable guy scenario, which is cable guy, he... Oh, we're friends. We're friends. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Hey. And yeah. he's like, no, dude, you fixed my effing cable. And he's like, yeah, but we were friends. Remember we were talking? Right. We were doing our th- That's what Facebook creates because you get these people that see each other then in real life and they go, oh, man, we're fr- we've are we been friends for a while. And they're like, and you're like, what? Like, what yeah. the hell are you talking about? Mm-mm. And it's like, well, yeah, we've been friends on Facebook for a while, but that it's friends on Facebook. I think that there's people that create this friendship in social media and Facebook and what is their Snapchat, Instagram, all these different things. Right. And it's not real friendships, but in their mind, it is a real friendship. Right. And so it'd be interesting if Facebook changed that to friendships and acquaintances. I think there'd be a lot of hurt feelings going around because yeah. I think that people would start to understand like your friendship friendships need to be your friendships. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh there's some people that I just purge from my Facebook that like I have zero connection with them. Right. At all. Right. See ya. I don't see them. I don't, you know, and so I'm, I'm, I can appreciate Facebook for what it is. There's a lot of people that I do not see ever. And I don't mind connecting with them in that way. It's all what you make it. It can be totally negative. I, I kind of get irritated with people that are like, it just says it's the the devil or it's evil or yeah. it's bad or whatever. You make it what you want it to be. So if you want 50 friends, if you have 25 friends or 50 friends, like I know a guy and you know him that has like 30 or 40 people on it. And they're the 30 or 40 people that he connects with. And that's it. Which is fine. And that's his Facebook, right? Because they're because he is living life with them for the most part. He does see them, and so he connects with them that way. And that's it. I have three hundred and fifty, and I see a f- small fraction of those people. Which, but I do connect with them, and I do like to pose uh, questions that I have done recently to because I like to get people's thoughts on things. Um. And that's as far as it goes. And I know that that's as far as it goes. I'll probably never see them. And there's some people that I really enjoy what they say. And so I keep them around. But I'm not delusional. I don't, you know, they're not necessarily friends. They are 
acquaintances, like you said. But but that's the point of Facebook. The point of right. Facebook is for people who you normally don't see to connect. Yeah. I just wish that they would separate the difference yeah, sure. between friendship and acquaintance. Right. So you could have your list of friends that right. are people you actually are close to, right? Right. And then there's the acquaintances people who are just you're just you're just on here so you can kind of update and see what's going on in my life. That's right, pretty right, much right, it. Right, right. Right? Right. Like, you know, I like took poop today. Thanks. You know now. Right. There we go. You right. know what's going on in my life. I'm still healthy. Well, I just I the people that get wound up about Facebook or really any social media, I get a little irritated with them. It's it really goes back to the What do you mean by wound person. up? Like they don't have it. And you don't have to have it, but there's a lot of energy behind it. Oh, yeah. It's just dumb and you know it's oh i don't do uh, facebook You're talking yeah, about i don't that. do yeah. facebook okay that's fine but yeah, you don't fine. have to you that's know fine. make a thing about it yeah. it's not evil because it's like this big evil thing and it's not no it, it's not it's what you make it right it's you right it's not facebook facebook can be really super useful and i there's people that i like you said there a, a lot of it is People you don't get to see every day, but you still enjoy their, uh, what they give. And, you know, uh, you know, of course people put out a false front, which people do and that happens, but there's no reason to get energized about that. No. Um, so you know, I try to be as vulnerable as I can on Facebook and just say, hey, this is kind of what I'm thinking. This is kind of where my brain's at. This is kind of where I come from. And it's um, it's a little messed up. You know, it's a little off kilter. And I realize that it might be something that I work on or, you know, kind of give a behind the curtain look. Because I think some of that, doing that is... Um, some of the stuff that I put out there about myself, I put out there because I know other people are thinking the same thing and they may feel like I, I have felt alone thinking some of the things that I do. Like Mm. I must be the only person that just gets wound up in my head about this stuff. And, but I know that's not true. So, and when I, hear somebody else vocalize that it gives me some peace it makes me feel less crazy so that's why i share some of my garbage that goes in my head yeah because it can you know and you may never even know it but it may give some somebody some peace to say okay this guy's just as nuts as i am yeah so that's kind of why i put some of some of the crazy that you know and i don't do that all the time uh, but I, I think it's just, it's people make it what it is, whether it's negative or positive, you're doing it. Facebook is just there. Yep. It's just, it's not evil. It's uh, the purpose for it, I believe, is for good, is for connecting people, and uh, you make it terrible or good. That's I agree. I, that's I how agree. I look at it. it yeah. In itself is not evil. Yeah, for sure. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. So uh, the other thing I said was uh, that I wrote down was um, I think it was uh, Sierra and Stephanie were talking about how 
um, since they've gotten out of high school, the friends that they were close to, they've kind of disconnected with. And, and part of that is due to, um, the paths that they have taken, right? Yeah. Um, Just and, maturity level, right. Maturity paths. level paths. And, yeah. and Stephanie had made the comment about when she talks with her friend, she, um, when she starts, they, they end up going down that same road yeah. that they, that they have chosen to go separate ways on. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it just turns into an argument or whatever. And then they just don't connect. Right. right. In regards to that, I choose to not go down. So like, um, if, if someone doesn't believe with my, in my d- beliefs, I, I don't need to have the conversation with you. Right. We can discuss multiple other things than the, than the one path that we chose to stray and go opposite ways on. Right. Right. Let's just not even go there. Right. Now, if you want to actually ask me about it, then I'll give you my opinion on that. But if you just want to sit and just hash out and sit and argue about it, I don't want to sit and do that. Sure. I believe the way I believe you believe the way you believe. That's it. Right. You should still be able to be friends. You could still be friends, right? And you can discuss other things. Just right. don't discuss that one right. path. And right. so that's that's a. Uh, and then the um, and then Shelly brought up the Dutch oven and how she laughed at me. <laughs> and I just wanted to say I am always willing to be corrected, right? And I'm fine with that. <laughs> I totally screwed that up. I've and what's interesting is I believed that for a while, like right. that I've thought that that's two okay. oven stacked you is a Dutch know. oven. Just didn't know. And then when I saw it, I was like. That's definitely not two ovens. <laughs> well, that's what I said. That's I said definitely it. not he it. He looked it up while we were on. Yeah. Like, oh, nope. Yeah, that's, that's, that's not just it. a pot. I think I did the same thing with Santa Claus. Like, I really thought that Coca-Cola was the one who created Santa Claus. Mm. And I think um, it might have been Shelly as well that said, no, I don't think so. So then we Googled it, and we saw where it actually came from. And I was right. like, I was wrong on that. Right. Like, I don't mind being wrong. We, hold right? a, we had a whole discussion about that, I think. Yeah. Didn't we have a discussion about Santa Claus? Yeah. 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 Or was that at your house? That was at my house when we did the podcast. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. So I, and and I, I was fine with that. I was, Hey, I was wrong. You know, because I have no problem being correct. Listen, when I was younger, even up until I was probably 34 or five, you know, I mean, it's just honestly a few years ago, I I would have a problem with it. People would say something. I I would, I know. No, this is the way it is, right? Right. And now it's just kind of like, you know, I'm listen, I'm all about the easy peasy life. I don't need <laughs> yeah. a bunch of headaches, right? <laughs> yeah. So, yes. so if 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 a Dutch oven is this and that's what it is, Whatever. I was way off. Yeah. Right. And now you know. And that's fine. That's half the battle. So so aside from that, great podcast. Uh, just a couple things, you know, that I came that right. I heard, and I actually listened. I wanted to let them know the three ladies that were here with you recording that right. I was listening, but I was down and out, man. So when you yeah. when you text and said, "Hey, you mind if I do one with Shelly?" I was like, "Thumbs up, man, go for it." Yes, uh, yeah, she wanted to do it. I was like, um, "We can do that," and then. Uh, we didn't do it the first night, and then Stephanie was coming over that night, and we were talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, you guys, let's go record. This is all great podcast stuff. So I said, and she's like, I don't know, I'm going to be kind of shy. And I was like, that's totally normal. Just come and talk and just interject when you want to interject. And mm-hmm. she, she had some really thoughtful things to say and well thought out things. All of them did. Mm-hmm. You know, I was really impressed with you know, the thoughtfulness and maturity of Sierra even. Yeah. You know, my girls are, are very thoughtful when, when it comes to I mean, to don't things. get me wrong. You are idiots. 
but you're well, very thoughtful. Yeah. <laughs> thoughtful idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Is there such a thing? <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it was good. It was a good podcast. So let's let's Shelley touched on it at the end of the podcast. Let's talk about this Damian Lillard shot. Yeah. That happened against the OKC mm-hmm. series. Now, me and you are at a disagreement, which is fine. We can disagree. Mm, I think we're closer. We're close. I think we're closer than what you might think. Yeah, I understand. And we can talk it out if you want. No, yeah, it's fine. And I what what I'm describing to people is I love Damian Lillard. Mm-hmm. I think he's got a great attitude. I think he's a great player. And I think he mm-hmm. goes out and he's one, he's one of the guys in the NBA that just goes out and just plays basketball. Yeah. Right. Um, one, one, I had two thoughts on this and one of them was I'd heard, you know, Paul George said, you know, that was a garbage shot or whatever. And this is what I came up with that saying. Um, it was a garbage shot. Does Damian Lillard make a high percentage of those shots from way out there? Yes. Does that mean because he makes a high percentage that it wasn't a garbage shot? No. That, that what there's a difference there, right? Now, does he make a high percentage? Yeah. Is is the coach probably fine with that because he makes a high percentage of those shots? Absolutely, probably is. But if you watch Damian Lillard shoot, he's kind of leaned sideways. On that particular shot? On that particular shot. yeah. He's leaned sideways. He's Mm -hmm. way back there. The only chance he had was the fact that Paul George gave him way too much room. Um but it was kind of a it was a garbage shot. It was, Does he make a high percentage of those shots? Yeah, leaning left, it hit the lift left side of the. He rim. almost missed. It mm-hmm. almost overshot. It hit mm-hmm. the left side of the rim and went dunk, and then came back and went in. Yeah, so, so I, mean, I think you're absolutely right. It was a not squared up because he's made squared up right good shots from 37 feet and right they go right in right that one we he was jumping he was going left it was a little janky and it went in and it went in and i think it's a mix of luck on that particular one and skill because he came yeah. out and said my trainer just he said i gotta have something in my pocket he said they double team me you know and he said i gotta have something so he's like, I practice those. My trainer just told me like the day before, let's make some long shots. Yeah. And that was one of his long shots. But it was an ugly long shot. It was an ugly long so shot. So I right. think it could be said that he was jacking up a prayer. But I think with the amount he does practice those, that helped him. Yeah, for sure. Certainly. For sure. So I think there was certainly some luck. And I think there was definitely some skill all kind of right mixed in. Right. And and know. that's and that's what and that's what I'm saying. He makes a high percentage of those. I think but there you, was some you go, you go give that to any other point guard except for Steph Curry, maybe. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's garbage all day long. Yeah. Right. So that's yeah. where it's it's a garbage shot, but I think, but if for him, like you said, it's I think there was I think people took that comment from him with uh, with a little bit energy because mm-hmm. they just stung him. So whether that's true or not, um, I think that's how people took it. Like, oh, you're just butt hurt because he just made this shot on you and it's going to go down in one of the best Yeah, and I don't plays. think that's what Paul George was trying to say. I think he was just... I- I if feel like t- he was trying to say what I was saying, which was, yeah, that's a, that's a garbage shot. Yes. Does he make a high percentage of those? Is he good at it? Yeah, but that wasn't. 
If, if right. you're I tend to any agree with other you. team would be like any Greg Popovich would have been like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. Made or not. He right. would have been like, right. don't ever do that again. Right, right, right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's where that's where Paul George was trying to say was any other team. You'd have got your butt handed to you, right. made or not. Right. I mean, yeah, it's exciting. You made it. But if you would have missed that, how many people would have been like, really? Why did you I shoot that? Well, well, not necessarily with him. And it was tied. So it wouldn't have hurt too bad. They just would have went over into right. overtime. I think his coach might but have I, thought, like, uh, we could have done something I don't something know, better. because he makes those shots. Unless he really analyzed it from the point that we are where it was a little off kilter because stats lets him make those shots. That's it, it's in his arsenal. Yeah. In his arsenal when it's halftime. Uh, and no, in it's arsenal no. when it's uh, I don't regu- so. regular season, you're talking about glitch in the series here against OKC I, and I, not having to go into overtime and, right. Or was it double overtime? It would have been. It was just overtime. No, right? it was just overtime. And and he hucks up the shot. I mean, it's kind of like I don't know if I agree with that. I think he's done it enough with a high enough percentage. And I was telling some kids that I was telling somebody. I think it was these guys or somebody. If he misses remember. and they if go on do, to lose, if you shoot thirty or no forty five, forty six percent from the three point line, that is a good percentage. Yeah, I don't think he shoots that high. From three. From three, I don't think he shoots that high. From, I'm, no, I'm from not beyond saying... beyond the three-point line, I'm, I think he shoots like 60%. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying in general, that's considered good from any... Oh, yeah, yeah, for if sure. If anybody's shooting yeah. 45 to 46% beyond the line, yeah. that's considered good. Yeah. When he backs it up five or six feet, it only drops down into the high 30s. Is he even that? I think he's higher. I think it was like I don't think he's maybe in it's the just 40s. postseason. They were saying that I think he, in the postseason yeah. he's hit. Well, shots he had made like five of six or five. He was being he was ridiculous. Right. So I think Stotts is like comfortable with him making those shots. I think so. In that, even in those scenarios, not just regular season. I mean, that's, that's I think he's Damian, comfortable. I mean, with five it. years. Everybody has gone back to that shot off of Houston. Now that was only like three feet off the three point line. Right. That was a huge shot, a more higher percentage shot. Um, They were just saying that he's the, you know, he's, he just clinches those shots. I don't think, I don't think that I'm not saying that Stotts doesn't, isn't okay with those shots, especially in a playoff setting. I'm saying he misses and they go on and lose that game and head have to head back to OKC. I think that Stotts might have the conversation. Uh, yeah, with I him. agree with that. He might go in and be I like, dude, that. we could have done something different there. You know what I'm saying? We, just, we lost because there game. was like 10, 12 seconds. He ran the clock down to 2.1 or something. Right. There was right. a lot it of It wasn't time like he had to put for that him up. To pass or for mm-hmm. him to uh, cut into the middle, get a foul. You know, he had a plenty of time to which develop is, a play. Which is kind of why Paul for, George stayed off. Either for either for him or for somebody else. Yeah. But he, his thing is they close in the defense so hard on me that I've got to have something more in my for arsenal. Sure. For sure. That I can, you know, use. Which was, And what, that's what why was he practicing on that. those shots. What was interesting on that is Paul George was not closing in. Like he just he gave him like six feet of space. Right. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Yeah. 
But at the same time, if you're in Paul George's mind, you're thinking he's not going to shoot this. This right. is like game ending. He was not going to. He's not going to put this up. But if he was, if he knew Damian Lillard, he should probably be thinking it's a possibility he might put this up. Right. right. But well, everybody's going to know now that he'll just right. So now we go into what happened you. after he makes the basket, mm-hmm. which is kind of where me and you disagree a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. So he walks away, and as he's walking away, and he sees it's made. He tur- he turns kind of his body, raises his hand, and he waves by to right. OKC. Right. <clears throat> Where I have a problem with this, and what I told um, my brother and my dad, who my dad came in, he was all jacked the next yeah, day. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, and uh, what I told them was, I felt like, and I get it. I know that OKC talked trash. Westbrook and Paul George talked trash. Those guys were just, you know, constant trash talkers all through that series. But what I like about Dame is he doesn't – I like how he doesn't get involved in the trash, right? He just plays basketball. Right. And by him turning around and waving, I, I see where – and I wrote this to another guy that's a Blazer fan, and he said, I don't, I, I'm okay with it. And I see where as a Blazer fan, you guys would totally be okay with that, right? But from a perspective of this guy's got a lot of kids that look at him as a – um, role model and don't stoop to Westbrook's level. And that is something Westbrook would have done. Right. And so for me, I looked at it as like, you just went to le- Westbrook's level. Does it make me look at Damon go, you're trashy and I don't yeah. want to watch you play basketball. No right. guy still, still goes out even in this Denver series and it just plays basketball. Right. Even with all the horrible refing, he just plays. Right? right. I love that about him. But for that instance right there, I think it could have been handled differently. And I know him and CJ talked about it. You had said that. I'm I'm actually curious what they said about it. But in, in, in another video, you can actually see CJ's walking to go say something to him, like celebrate with him. And he sees Dame wave, or wave. And so CJ stops, turns, and waves real quick too, right? Almost like a... Hey, buddy, I'll do it with you. Right. But it I just felt like it was kind of like a step towards what Westbrook yeah. would have done. And nobody likes Westbrook. Westbrook's the D-bag of the NBA. Right. J- he just is, right? And he's fine with being that guy. He's the villain. But that's what I felt like happened. Right. So, um, uh, look, this is what I tell my uh, senior, my high school seniors in a small group when we're in small group. I tell them you got to take the high road. Like I preach right. that something that my, one of my boss, what my old boss slash mentor taught me is like, you just, you have to take the high road. Don't engage. And I think that's is one of those. This is an example of a high road moment. What it have been cool. If he just would have walked off. I would have loved yes. it. Yeah. That would have been great. Because um, it's already a slap in the face ultimate, that they lost. <laughs> ultimately, that's what should matter. We just killed you 3-1. Yes. It's done. Y- you talk all you want. We just beat you 3-1. Yes. And be done with it. Right. I totally get that. I think in the moment, it it's one of those human things that he just reacted. I I, I 
it yeah, would be I hard for me to think that Dame thought, if I make this, I'm going to wave. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't see Processed Dame doing it in that. 10 seconds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like it was yeah. premeditated. Yeah. I think there was a lot of buildup. I think the series was chippy. I think that one game, Westbrook and that other young player that was doing the Dame time was, um, you know, you know, in his head a little bit. And you could see everybody locked down after after that game, and they were such a holes. Dame CJ, I think, locked it up even more. You never saw Dame time. He even did the fly in one of the games, and after that, I think that was before Westbrook, because I think they did it in one of the games. He it was like let it fly kind of thing. He made a long three, and he kind of went to back towards his bench talking about Dame and did the, you know, let it fly. Or I think that's what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And then the, I think it was the next game that uh, Westbrook was beating his chest and the other guy was doing Dame time. And I think one of them, Paul George, maybe, I think he even did the, you know, and he was doing the rock, the baby and all of that. After that game, Dame and CJ, I think locked it up even more. They didn't do any of that they just pl- kept their head down played the game and i think there mu- i could be i'm armchairing this right or, right or right. armchair psychology you right know? i think the chippiness the all of that stuff i think he talked about he's like i was just waving him off my court it's like i was done and that's what he said i'm like it came I mean, off that's what he's it gonna certainly say. came off more than that that may have been his intention but I can definitely see what you're saying, yeah. and I tend to agree with you. Um, I think as a Blazer fan, if I separate all that, it was maybe wrongly, it was still satisfying. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I could see that. Yeah. Because he was such a those he was such a dick in those other games. Yeah. That was like, all right. See and ya. I can't we say just that it killed you three one. Yeah, I can't say that if DeRozan what, did that or something for what, San Antonio, I wouldn't be the same. Yeah, would like, it have been better if he just walked off? Absolutely. Right. Right. I, I completely agree with you. But even for me, you know, I was like, oh, it was just so satisfying. Just get those a holes off the court and yeah. wave them off. Yeah, we just shut you down three one. Yeah. So, I I. I Ten, I agree with you because it's something that I preach to my kids. You know, the high school students, you got to take the high road. Mm-hmm. You got to take the high road. It's the better way to go. And it's a lonely road. But don't engage. Because when you engage, and that this may not apply, but for you, it does like a little bit not being a Blazer fan. You become the issue then. And for you, Dame became the issue. You you couldn't just appreciate that unbelievable shot, them winning the series, and even even not being a fan, you could appreciate the moment. Mm-hmm. And that little thing took you out of that. For sure. So it's still the same thing. He became the issue and a negative one by doing the wave. Mm-hmm. And you never want to be the issue. Let the team that just got beat 3-1 and was being jerks two games before, let them be the issue. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And that's why I tell my kids. So it's, I, as a Blazer fan and a human being, 
it was very satisfying for sure as somebody that tries to be an adult mature and mentor kids i totally understand where you're coming from and Mm -hmm. i agree and there's a fight in me even just saying that i agree with you because it was so satisfying (laughs) yes i agree you understand what i'm saying yeah yeah so it could go it's it's kind of goes both ways and i know how that sounds i know how that might sound hypocritical mm-hmm. but as a human being it was like ugh. i think if it was a bigger issue if he had done, done something a lot more yeah or a lot of it i think damon no, he himself probably off. would have come out and said you know I, I i don't need all that yeah um but since it was so small i don't think he doesn't right. really he's like move on it was a small gesture however it was such a big moment that even though it was kind of a small thing, you just waved him off. It was a huge move because of what, just, like he just, he didn't just hammer that nail in. He like had a sludge hammer. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. Pounded that thing into the coffin. Oh yeah. With that shot. Yeah. I mean, that was, and that's the thing that I agree with you. Let that shot be demoralizing. Right. Because you're still inside the game. Let that shot be the hammer, you, man. Let that shot speak everything you need to speak. Yep. Because you just destroyed them. You just humiliated them. You just demoralized them. Mm-hmm. Because that was a 37-foot shot, and you just killed it. Yep. Whether it was a little trash or not, you just nailed it. And people know now that Dame can make that shot, yep. and he will kill you with that shot. Right, right. And I think that elevated him... I mean, when I looked at Twitter after that, there are people in my feed, like political people that I that I listen to that never speak of sports. Mm. That was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. That shot. I had that same thing. Like that shot elevated him, I think, because there's always been this thing. Dame is Dame. He's in Portland. He's never considered. And he even got kind of tied into that four or five years ago, you know, kind of feeling sorry for himself, which that, that look on Dame, I never liked. Um, and he's kind of shedded that. I think as he's uh, got more mature, um, uh, but he's, I think he's gotten better at just letting his play speak for the skill level that he is instead of, you know, feeling slighted and vocalizing that like an all-star game remember mm-hmm. when he that was a thing and people still go back to that the funny thing is is he's matured in the like the last three or four years he's like it is what it is yeah but people like to glum on the negative part of who he was and now he's like i just it is what it is i, just I mean if they're it. not gonna pick me they're not gonna pick yeah. me. i go i go play basketball and what did he do TV. what did he do he was a reserve on this all-star uh, all-star team. He wasn't picked first team. And the first team's the first team. The first team are like unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like even I love Dame and I understand why the first team is the first team and he's not included in that. But what did he do? Yeah. They were down by like 2015 and he's the he was the spark that got him back into the game with those threes that he just nailed and they actually ended up he didn't win the game but he was almost the mvp because of what he did mm-hmm. he just let his play speak mm-hmm. he didn't get wrapped up in all the other stuff right um and i'm glad that he's 
doing that, but I think it did uh, elevate him, maybe not to the top five, but I think it elevated him above Westbrook as a better player. And I've heard a lot of analysis about his triple doubles and stuff. And that's all awesome. What he's done the last three years is unbelievable. But where has it gotten you? He's just a stat guy, man. Where has it gotten you? And I have Paul George. Yeah. And it's two superstars. And you've been swept out of the first round, not swept, but out of the first round for the last three years. So what have those triple doubles gotten you? Yeah, I, they've I, gotten you absolutely nowhere but just into for sure. the playoffs. I like what um, one guy said. I think it was Nick Wright. He's a sports analyst guy, and uh, he said he does uh, uh, first things first uh, on Fox Sports, and he said at this point Westbrook needs to get in his own head and basically say, "Are my stats more important than?" winning because he's so and I've heard people say you don't just you know anybody can go out and get the rebound why is it and I was like yeah but Westbrook's so he's taking how many shots did he take in that Portland game and he shot like 30% or 28% or whatever he shot terrible and then Paul George shot the same amount but he was shooting like 60 or 70% Paul George should have taken like double the amount of shots that Westbrook took because he was right. shooting way better. Right. But Westbrook's right. such a stat guy. He's got to get his 10 points, his 10 rebounds, and his 10 assists. Right. It's like, stop worrying about your stats and start worrying about winning. Well, it's it's funny. The funny thing is, is everybody that I, you know, and they know him, they're around him, any announcer guy, because they all see those guys, or they're formal players, former players, and so they know him. And a lot of them are like, Westbrook is a good guy but I just, I just don't, you know, especially that one game when he was doing the rock, the baby and all of that garbage, that is not showing me he's a good guy. Yeah. Like there's these two worlds that they keep talking about and they're not coming together for me in my head. Mm -hmm. He does not come off as a good, you know, he's a good guy. He's a good friend. He's a good family guy. I'm like, something is still missing for me because you're not, that you're proving otherwise on yeah. the court. You may be a and good I don't, guy in real life, but you're a douchebag in the NBA. Yeah, maybe that's the separation. Yeah, maybe he's a really good guy off the court, but he can still like everybody. You know they they were kind of uh, you know he was um, telling that one reporter from Oklahoma. He's like next or what whatever he was saying. Yeah, next question. And that Tremel guy's like, I don't know what I did. Because he's with the Oklahoman, the the Oklahoma paper. He's like, I really don't know. So everybody was speculating what he said or what he did that pissed Westbrook off because he would not answer his questions. Mm -hmm. And, um, but the fact that he was doing that does not, again, that doesn't show me he's a good guy. Right. It was the same thing when Marshawn Lynch was doing the same thing at the Super Bowl five, six years ago. When he wasn't answering any questions, yep. I understand that that's not him, but, but Barkley came out and said, look, and, and Shaq, I don't know if you heard about this, but Shaq disagreed with him, but Barkley's like, we all know we're making 30 million or whatever amount it is. $30 million a year is not to just play this game. Yes. We Agreed. are an ambassador of this game. We, uh, 
which means we have to talk. Correct. And we don't have to disagree. And um, who's the other guy that's with them? The other former basketball player on that TNT? Shaq. No, it was Shaq, Kenny. And Barkley, and Kenny. I think he's like, there was one guy that I, he pissed me off. I didn't agree with him. And for like six months, I didn't answer any of his questions. And then he said, I realized that I was the, I was the one that was wrong in the whole thing. He said, I took it personally, which you can't. He was just asking what was going on. And he said, I took it personally. And he said, I can't take it personally. People have their opinion. And as much as I think their opinion is stupid, I still have to be an ambassador for my team and an ambassador for my league. And not answering questions and just blowing somebody off like that is not a good guy in my book. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm missing. And maybe it's a separation. Maybe he's just that way on the court or in that arena. Speaking of the the NBA uh, mm-hmm. of work, and maybe he's a decent guy outside of that. Um, I guess that can happen, but I, I think it I, can. I, I, I don't know, man. I think all of that's a part of who you are. And it's, he would, again, it's the high road thing that we were talking about. Yep. And I think Westbrook would label it as as you know him just being having lots of passion in the game, but you don't need to be a douchebag and and have passion. No, when he was rocking the baby and he was pounding his chest at Dame, again, it goes back to Dame's shot. Just let that shot speak for itself. You don't have to wave him off. Right. You just nailed a three-pointer on Dame, you know, Dame in your face. Just let that speak for itself. Yeah, you don't need to do all the theatrics with it. Right. That's not showing me passion. That just shows me your dick. Yeah. That's how I feel. Like, it irritates me. For sure. And the Dame time, I get it. Um, I'm not a, necessarily a fan of it. It kind of goes back to what we're talking about. You know, the fan part of me is like, yeah, it's Dame time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it still goes along the same lines. And it may be something that he, especially after them being such jerks, that he may evaluate because they did not do any, I think they locked it down even more than what they normally do. After that one game with OKC, mm-hmm. when they were such turds, they didn't do anything but play basketball. Yeah. The, the next move was that wave. And that's what I, like you, that's what I prefer. Just let the game speak for itself. Yeah. You let want what to you walk do off. to them yep. speak for itself. And that's what I teach. Uh, that's what I try to convey to my students is you do not want to be the issue and who is the issue who has been the issue westbrook has been the issue you don't want to be the issue yeah in a negative way and that's where he's at right now everybody's like he needs to figure himself out yeah and if he would just answer questions and not do those all those antics nobody would be saying anything right right it's a great example you just go out and play basketball and you get your triple double great right People enjoy that. Did you lose? Yeah, you lost, but you, you still just you play basketball. Right. But because of all your other stuff, you become the issue. You become the issue in a negative way. You yeah. don't want to be that. Yeah. And that's what I try, try to tell my kids all the time. Yeah. Don't for sure. be the issue. So, anyways. So even with all that sporty port, sporty sport stuff, yeah. there's some life lessons in there. Absolutely. That people can 
Absolutely. <laughs> People can. I do have one Anyways. thing I came across and I was like, oh, I got to see if I could find it here. Um, it was, you know, how I like to do the stupid shit that people do in the USA. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to change it to the world. This is another one. It's, uh, it's, it's, I don't have the full story. I just saw this and I'm assuming it's, it's real because there's a picture of him doing it. <laughs> it said, man takes a dump down a woman's chimney after she blocked him on a popular dating site, wildsmash.com. Oh my gosh. First of all. Okay, that sounds the, like somebody, something somebody would do. First of all, for sure. There's the obvious. He, he's an idiot. He's taking a shit down her chimney. Okay, <laughs> but let's think about the popular weight dating site that they were on. All right, what you're was, not going to this dating site for class and a husband. What was it called again? Wild Smash. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're not going to this dating site to find your next boo. Okay, where's where's this at? Where's this? Because uh, isn't it smash mean sex basically yes. in like yes. England or Europe or something? Yeah, it doesn't say. I don't. I don't have where it actually says where it was from. Sounds very British, but it's wild smash. Oh, like, come on, yeah. you're not. You're not going there for right. That's you know, not like here. You have like coffee and bagels. That's a dating app. Yeah. And that kind of tells you, this is just kind of a light, let's go out for coffee and kind of do right. this lightly. Right. Smash and... Wild smash? Wild smash. I was going to do smash and grab. Uh, <laughs> smash <same> and grab. <laughs> You're right. They're looking to smash. Yeah. That, so, so come goes on. without saying, if you, if you reject somebody... If you're on that site, you can expect somebody to shit down your chimney. Right, exactly. <laughs> expect it, you idiot. And then the other one was uh, camper found wedged in pedestrian and bike-only bridge over I-205. Oh, I saw that. Like, how? That is the biggest. It, that was here local. How that, idiotic do you have to be to do that? Like, it literally says bike and walkers only. Well, it's not even a tiny car. I mean, I could see like a small car going through it. Like I could maybe drive through it. But this ding dong had a pickup and a camper that stuck up off of their pickup. Yeah. And he's trying to drive it through. And it's and it's like the biker walker area is domed over with fence. Yeah, with fence. So, I mean, what were you? It, it's just it, and it, officers are shaking their heads over a bizarre crash in Southeast. No, it's not a bizarre crash. Yeah. It's an idiot driving a car. Yeah. We don't even need to call well, it a crash. Listen, all you have to do is look at that pickup in that camper and not be surprised. Right, exactly. It's a shit box with an idiot driving it <laughs> and driving it over a pedestrian bridge only. Right. I mean, we should not be surprised. What, I wouldn't even be surprised if the guy was drunk. Right. I mean, come right. on. Right. You're, just, you're just a mess. Right. Whatever's happening there idiots so those are my two stupid stories i didn't really didn't have time i've been crazy busy trying to get ready for mexico because i'm leaving next sunday so right but um so just been working out eating right and trying to get all my work done at work so i can you know leave and not have get to out. not worry about it answer emails so but uh do we have anything else i mean do we want to save any juicy uh good stuff for uh when my brother comes uh it's not my brother but his name's my brother. Yeah, my brother. My brother's coming next week, next Saturday. So that's something to look forward to. And that's I'm our hoping, 50th episode. Yeah. I'm hoping that he opens up a little bit more and feels now that he's done it. Yeah. He feels a little bit, you know, he can kind of feel, feel it out. 
Um, I don't know. I might try to get a stand by next week. I don't know if I can get another a better mic. I when we have people, we need to get better mic. Yeah, he needs a stand for sure. Because these mics are just not cutting it when we have guests. Yeah, the two of ours are basically the same, and you can. Rick uh, sat at our table. The friend that you've talked about yep, yep. before. Uh, <laughs> um, he said he had actually listened to last week's with the girls. Mm-hmm. And he mentioned again how great it sounds. And we're we're pretty proud of that. Yeah. It does like the sound. He's like, you guys just sound so great. And he said, I do really enjoy the podcast. I, and he's like, I really want to listen to those early ones because Drew said he talked about me. Oh, yeah. And I, he said, I really I need to try to figure that out. But Drew, we don't trash our, out there on we, Rick. We have our first 20 episodes, but we don't. So I, I need to try to listen, figure that out. Rick knows his issue, okay? And he's listening right now. <laughs> oh, listen. He knows his issue. He needs to grow a set of balls, okay? L- listen listen to this. He knows his issues. So we're talking about he's it. He's probably laughing right now. Yeah. We're talking about this, and he's sitting across the table from me, and he's like, hey, you guys sound so great. He's, you know, I really enjoy it. I'm like, you know, I'm genuinely happy that somebody like him yeah, enjoys it. For sure. And that means a lot to uh-huh. both of us. Uh, he's a we respect him and what yep. he does and his family and all we I enjoy his his daughters are all fantastic. They all help out at the youth group. It's a good family. Yeah. That's all what I'm trying to say. Yep. Good family. So uh I, it's really cool that he's listening. Uh so he mentioned it and he's like out of and it's so Rick, out of nowhere, he's like, So what's your what's your goal? What's your goal? Rick. I'm like I'm not having a goal. What? Listen, we're just listen. Two buddies hanging out listen, doing a podcast. I uh, two things, couple things. I think both of us can appreciate where he's coming from. Absolutely, it's who he is. Yep, which is a good thing. It's a good attribute. It's a. It's not negative in any way for people to have goals and for him to think that way. Yes. However. We just do this podcast. We just do this. <laughs> There's no goal. I guess the goal is to try to get more listeners, and we're trying to figure that out. But in terms of, like, what's our purpose? Our purpose is to get together for an hour a week and, and talk and just bullshit. Yeah. That's Simple that's as easy. far as it goes. Yep. And we think it's gold, and we think other people will enjoy it. Yeah. And it can be topical. For sure. But beyond that. We don't like have a five year plan. No, our five year. I guess our five year plan is hopefully still doing this. Hopefully, still doing the podcast. That's it. Yeah. So we're what? We're a year. We're just over a year in, right? We're and we're just 50. over a year in. So here's a goal for you, Rick. In five years, we hope to be still doing it and yeah. on roughly episode two hundred. Right. Goal. <laughs> Hopefully that satisfies it. Like, right. Yeah. yeah, that's the goal. That's yeah. the goal. Um, but we, we have talked. I mean, we do do stuff like, um, and mostly it's it's you're like, hey, push this. And then once you give me the idea, I'll like run with it. But right. um, so we are talking about getting some stickers out. Um, yeah. Um, they're I like people like decal they're... stickers. Yeah. So if you want to stick one on your car or something, because really the more you get things stuck out there and, and right. on people's stuff, the people see it and then they're like, because honestly, when I'm talking, I just called somebody else that does like our um, uh, uh, trucking uh, company yeah. that ships our scaffolding here right. and there for us. And I called and I was like, hey, 
and I and she said something, and I I said, oh, we talk about that on my podcast that we do, and she was like, you do podcasts? I love podcasts. Which pod? So I gave her the name. I don't know if she's listening, right? But if she is, you know, great. Welcome. It's it's I'm welcome just, to our world. Yeah, every time we throw something out there, it's just like you know, you never know who's gonna. Well, I did give it to another friend of mine that was at the table, and his son is really into podcasts, and he's in college. I said, I really think you'd enjoy it. So he's gonna get it from his dad. He's eight nineteen. Whatever. Awesome. We have a couple of young guys like that. Yeah. It's it's just a couple of dudes. We talk about being parents. We, I mean, you know. I do need to. I do have. I, I want the stickers because everybody carries around water bottles. Yes. And sure. everybody puts stickers on them. And that's just one more place we can just be out there. Yeah. And they're yeah. cheap-ish. And, you know. Yeah. I think it's a great little plug for sure i do have one sec the record straight and okay. that is um i was talking to remember those australian kids that i i yes. found on playstation yeah. and i said they were like 15 year old australian kids or whatever yeah. he wanted me to set the record straight for him he actually told me this last night he said That's uh great. and just so you're aware uh i'm not 15 i'm 17 oh okay i said oh okay yeah you're still Good. a teenager you dickweed <laughs> <laughs> i i have to tell him what's it do you want to say his name or his? Uh, his PlayStation name is Luxury. Okay. Well, I think he's I, the one. I don't know. They both sound the same. There's Luxury and there's Aussie Gamer. I, I love, I got to tell these guys that when I look at our stats, because I can look at where people are listening, what right, device right. they're listening on and all of that. I love that I see South Wales uh, in in our, uh, oh, in our, uh, where, yeah. our locations that were yeah. being heard. I love it. Yeah. That's great. I love it. Because we can say we're international. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate it, guys. And hopefully they're learning something from us. I mean, you're still a dickweed, but I appreciate it. Thank you for listening. (laughs) I do. I do like it. He'll understand that. He'll understand that. He left early last night. We were on chatting, and he was like, I got to go hang out with my girlfriend. I was like, all right, whatever, dude. Get out of here. Right. And so then the other guy that was still in there, he I don't know if he fell asleep or what, so I eventually just let it up. I tell people all the time, there's we've got some dudes in South Wales that are looking, yeah. listening, yeah, all so, the time, and like, they're we're not international, man, and they're not fifteen year olds, they're seventeen year old dudes <laughs> that you're talking to and playing with. <laughs> no, it's cool. We appreciate it. Yeah, we so, appreciate it. All right. So I mean, until next week, and next week will be a doozy. It'll be right before I leave. It'll be fifty. And then I'm hoping when, because we get back on Sunday, yeah. I'm hoping maybe Monday I can swing over and we yeah. can do a, a recording like from me coming back from Mexico. Yeah, that would be good. So it'll be good. But I just want to throw out there real quick. I've been trying to cut some weight because I'm trying to get in shape yep. for uh, Mexico. Yep. I'm going to continue it when I get back. But I've, uh, in literally 23 days, I have dropped 25 pounds. Amazing. So good I'm job. killing it. I'm slaying it. Yeah. That's so good. on that's it. great. But all right. All right. Till next week when we have my, my brother, brother. Love it. 450. Uh, that'll be a big deal. Yep. And we're looking forward to it. So we'll uh, see you guys. Talk to you guys later. All right. We'll see you later. See you later. All right. See you.